0: Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos, Tav Kuv Chav Dalet. We're starting from the Mishnah, 15 lines from the top. Today's daf is sponsored. by the site of Yosef Daniel Yonah Ali Ben Rabdovin. His nashom should have an aliyah, and he should be a militz yoshev for all of us. And the Mishnah says, "All kelim are allowed to be moved latsarech and shaloi latsarech." But Rabbi Nachman Yaimer he argues and says, "Any talon latsarech, you're only allowed to move them latsarech." And the Gemara says right away, "My latsarech, my shaloi What does that mean? Amar Raba Raba says, "Latsarech is davar shem lachdei laheter klishem lachdei gufai." That's allowed to be moved latsarech gufai. Shaloi latsarech means davar shem lachdei laheter latsarech and the Tanna holds you're still allowed to move that. And the davar shem lachdei lahisor gufai in and latsarech makaymai Vas Rabbi Nechami l'meimah. Rabbi Nechami comes to say, "Afilu davar shemlachdei lahetter." Even if it's a klishem lachdei lahetter, letzarech gufay in and letzarech mokaymay loy. Amalei Rava. Rava tells Raba, "Letzarech mokaymay shaloy letzarech harisley." You're calling moving something. Letzarech mokaymay shaloy letzarech. It is for necessity. You need the place that the Kli is occupying. Elam Rava. Rava says, "No." Letzarech means davar shemlachdei lahetter. Bei letzarech gufay. Whether it's l'tzarech gufay mukaymay, you're allowed to move it. Shaloi l'tzarech. That means afilu mecham l'tzel. That's because you don't need the keli. You just don't want it to get ruined. So it's really for the klis necessity. But that's considered shaloi l'tzarech. And davros shem lachti l'isur l'tzarech gufay ul l'tzarech mukaymay in. It's permitted to move l'tzarech gufay mukaymay, but mecham l'tzel loy. You're not allowed to move it from sun to shade because that's considered shaloi l'tzarech. V'as Rav Nechemiyah meimar. And Rav Nechemiyah is coming to say afilu davros shem lachti l'heter. Even something that's a klis shem lachti l'heter l'tzarech gufay l'tzarech mukaymay in you're allowed to move Lit Sarchimakaimai and Guffai, but Mikham Latzelai, you're not allowed to move it from Santa Shade to protect it from getting ruined, and Yossi Rav Safra, Rav Achav Bar Huna, Rav Huna, Rav Huna Rav Hanina, they were all sitting together. Yossi and Kamri, they were saying, L'Rabba "In Rabba's Shita, according to Rav the that a klishim lachdei lahetter is not allowed to be moved. makayma, How do we move plates after you finish eating from them from a meal that's considered letzarech makayma? You just don't want them on the table, and we know that it's permitted to move, but according to Rabba in Rav Nachemya's Shita, it should be Asr. Armelahu, of Rafsafar said to them, Midi have a graphical array. It's just like a graphical array. We know that we have a bucket of excrement, you're allowed to move it because it's repulsive. So too, these plates, they have all this used food on them, so you're allowed to move them because of a graphical array. Amrleibayil Raba. We have a very similar conversation where Abayi tells Raba himself. Lamar, according to you, I'll leave it to Reb Nachmia. In Reb Nachmia's shita, how do we move plates off the table after we finish eating from them? Amrleib Saffer. Saffer told him. Tirgma, Our friends already explained this. It's just like a grafshal Ray. And now Esvia Abayil Raba. Abayi asks Raba, who's more makele. He says, Medaycha. We have this case of a garlic crusher. Emiish ba shom. If it has garlic in it, matatlunoso you're allowed to be matatlunoso. Vim lava, and if not, and matatlunoso you're not allowed to move it. And according to you, Rava, why would you not be allowed to move it? It's lutzarech gufo or mukayma. You should be allowed to move it, even though it doesn't have garlic inside. So he answers, "Hachemai skin over there." It's talking about mecham You just want to protect it from getting ruined, and that's why it would be usser. Eisvei he continues asking, "Veshavin both bishel and bishami agree. Shem of olav baser. that if you cut meat on this board, shasu taltulei that you're not allowed to be it. So again, he's asking, "Why should you not be allowed to be It's either or So again, Rava answers, "No, hachemai That's talking about a case where you wanted to protect it from getting ruined, and that's why. Be usher to move. What about Vahatanan? We have a Mishnah. You're not allowed to support a pot on a piece of wood. This is on yontif, And you're also not allowed to support a door with a piece of wood. A piece of wood on yontif is a Davish Machdelaheter because you could use it to burn in a fire. We know you were allowed to cook on Yantif. We see that something that's Machdelaheter, Letzerch Gufai, or is Machdelaheter. This is a problem both according to Rabba and Ravah. Where it says Hashem, time amai. Over there, the reason why you're not allowed to do it on Yontif is given the B'Shabes Shabbos, Shemlach Til Eser. Who? Since on Shabbos, a piece of wood is a Davar Shemlach Til because on Shabbos, a piece of wood has no use. So Gzera Yantif atu Shabbos, or we make a Gzera on Yantif that you're not allowed to move it for any other use except for putting it in a fire because you might accidentally do so on Shabbos. And we Shabbos Gufa If you're going to say that on Shabbos itself, you should be permitted to move this piece of wood. That a Davar Let's It might be a Davar Shemlach Til You're not want to use this piece of wood for burning on Shabbos, but you're still allowed to use we answer, no. You're only allowed to move a Kli something that's actually a vessel, then you're allowed to use But if it's not a Kli at all, it's just a piece of wood, that's not considered a Kli, then you're not allowed to move it on Shabbos. But the Gemara asks right away on this, are we going to be geyser Yontif Atu Shabbos, that you're not allowed to do something on Yantif because you might accidentally do it on Shabbos, even though technically on Yontif it should be permitted, but tonight we have a Mishnah, Mashilin Peres der You're allowed to lower fruits by way of the skylight on Yontif. A person put produce on his roof to dry out in the sun. He sees rain is coming. He doesn't want it to get ruined, so he's allowed to lower it through a skylight into his house so it doesn't get ruined, he's not allowed to do so through a window. That's considered tirchi seira. But on yontif he's allowed to lower it through the skylight. On Shabbos he's not allowed to do so. So we see that we're not geyser yontif atu Shabbos. But then right away the Gemara asks, wait, umi like Maybe we really are geyser vatanan because we have a Mishnah in ben yontif The only difference between yontif and Shabbos is that food preparation is permitted on yontif, but nothing else is permitted on yontif. So we see that we are geyser yontif atu Shabbos. says we don't have a problem. Rabbi Ha Rabbi Yeshua. One of these Mishnai's that we just mentioned is Rabbi one is Rabbi Yeshua. The time we have a bride, so, we have an animal and its child that fell into a pit on Yantif. And we know that it's usher to shecht an animal and its child on the same day. Rabbi Yezher and Rabbi Yezher says, We can take out the first animal with intent to shecht it. That's going to be permitted because Yantif, you're allowed to shecht an animal on Yantif. Vishaychtai, but you have to shecht it. and the second one, you're not allowed to take out of the pit because it's considered Tiruchi which is usher on Yontif. And Yoslai Parnasim kaimoi you have to provide it with its sustenance in its place, that's just so that it doesn't die, but you're not allowed to take it out of the pit. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, you take out the first one with intent to any but you don't shecht it, and you make some sort of a trick. You say, I don't really want this one. It's not good. It's not fat enough. It's not kishmakal And then you could take out the second one. If you want, you could shecht either one. So we see from here that Rabbi is machmir, that even when it's going to come to a potential financial loss, that maybe the second animal is going to die. Nonetheless, you may not be terech to do so. So therefore, he's the Mandarin of the second Mishnah that compares Yontif to Shabbos with everything. Whereas Rabbi Yeshua, who's more makele and he allows us to do this trick to take out the second animal, he says when it comes to a financial concern, so then you're allowed to do something on Yontif that you would not be allowed to do on Shabbos. He's the mandorah of the first Mishnah that says you're allowed to lower the produce so that it doesn't get ruined from the rain. But both of them would agree that if it doesn't have to do with a financial concern, they would both agree that Yontif and Shabbos is equal. Therefore, what we had answered before these Mishnai's that we said that you're not allowed to move a piece of wood on Yantif, Atu, you might end up moving it on Shabbos, is valid because it has nothing to do with the financial concern, and therefore the halacha is equal. But now the Gemara just asks on the way that we answer the steer between these two Mishnai's. Mimai, who says that our answer between these two Mishnai's is valid? Maybe Rebbe Lezer was only machmer in the case of the cow that you're not allowed to make a trick and take out the second one from the pit. That's because you could provide it with its sustenance while it's in its pit. But in a case where there is no other way out, such as you have your fruit on your roof and you don't want it to get ruined, and there's no other way to save it other than lowering it into your house, lie. Perhaps he wouldn't say that it's usur, and he would allow you to lower the fruit through the skylight into the house. Or in Ami, hasa. Maybe the only reason why Rabbi has mekel in the case of the cow, Roma. it's because we could do some sort of a trick so it doesn't look like you're doing anything usur. But in a case where you're not able to pull off some sort of trick, when you want to lower the fruits through the skylight, you're doing that be You're just lowering fruits, and maybe that's Tirch Sarah. Like well, perhaps he wouldn't allow you to do it. So Elam Rav Papa of Papa says, okay, Loy Kasha, One Mishnah is Beshamai, one's Bashil. Didn't we have a Mishnah? and Bishamay says, base on the top. In A person may not take out a child who will or safer Torah into a shusurab manantif. So we see that carrying Shalai Lit food is allows it. So we see Bashil would be the first Mishnah that allows you to lower the produce, and Beshama would be the second Mishnah. The Gemara says, Perhaps shama is only machmir in terms of haitzah because it's your but tiltal mishamaslu? If he's just talking about tiltal carrying something from the roof through a skylight, perhaps you'd be more mekel So the Gemara says right away, no, tiltal gufe, lav haitzahi. It's tiltal itself, not because of haitzah. One of the reasons why the Cham said that we're not allowed to be metaltal certain things on Shabbos is because if we're allowed to carry it within our house, we might accidentally carry it out into Rosh So therefore, we conclude that the first Mishnah that we're mekel and we're allowed to take the produce from the roof derech la aruba into the house in order to save it. That would be beis hillel. That's more Makel, Whereas the second one, that's more machmir, is going to be beishamai. Vaf rav Savar la rava. Rav also holds of Rav's opinion. Damar rav. Rav says If a person wants to move a garden hoe just in order so that it shouldn't get stolen, zeo Total shalay tzorech the usher. That's total shalay tzorech and that's usher. Taima shalay ganiv. The whole reason why it's usher is because you want to move it so that it doesn't get stolen. Avot tzorech guf, tzorech mekaimai. If you want to move it for itself, makaymai mutter, then it would be permitted. The Gemara asks, Eni, is that so? That Rav really holds a grava? for Rav Kahana, Ikel be Rav. Rav Kahana visited Rav's house on Shabbos, for Omar, and Rav told the people of his house, kahana Bring a trap for Kahana, meaning for Rav Kahana, to sit on. It seems like he didn't have enough chairs, so they were going to bring an animal trap, which is a klishim Malakhti He says, come sit on it. So, lav lememra, is that not to imply the iser to el in. if you want to take a klishim lachtil el if you want to use it for itself, that's permitted. But You would not be allowed to use The Gemara answers, that's not a raya. This is what he was telling everyone in his house. Take the trap away from Rav Kahana. It's in the place where we want to place a chair, so please move it away, and that's a tzarch makaima. by Saymo, or we could say, letzel Hava. It was a scenario that he wanted to move it letzel, but he didn't want people to think that he was moving it letzel, so therefore he says, Come use it as a chair, and therefore it's the But we don't have a Raya that Rav doesn't hold like Rava. And a similar case. Havale Hahi Be Sad Bishimsha. He had pillows that were in the sun. Aslaqame Rav he came in front of Ravah. Armurlay, he said to him, Malatalinu, I'm to move them out of the sun. said, Shars, you're allowed to move them out of the sun. But then Rav said, Baruchel said, I have other pillows, so it's not like I really need these pillows. So Rava responded, urchin, You could use them for guests. So Rav Isli Baruchel said, I have enough pillows even to provide my guests. So Amale, Rava told him, You just revealed that you hold like Raba and you Machmir. So therefore, Everyone else would be permitted to move these pillows. It's like, Is permitted according to Rava. According to you, that you hold like Raba, So, so you're not allowed to move them. And Amar Abba, Amar Rebbe Chiyabar Ashi, Amar brooms that are made out of cloth, meaning the bristles of the brooms are made out of cloth. These were used to clean off a table from the crumbs and whatnot. Motel taltalem b'shabes, one b'mtaltalem b'shabes shall tomorrow, but if they're made out of palm branches, Loy, you're not allowed to be because those are meant to sweep the floor of the house. They would be Mukta because you're not allowed to sweep the dirt floor of a house. It's going to be an issue of Ashbuye gumas. You're smoothing out all the holes when you sweep the dust into them, and that would be Asr. Rebbelezer, says, Avoshal tomorrow, even if the broom is made out of palm, you're allowed to move it. It's not a Klishim Lachdel The Gemara Asma and what are we talking about here? They were talking about it's aser or Mutr to move, Letzer Gufel, Letzer Gma Kaimai, Baha Lema Rabshar. Tamra lay. Rav would really say that you're not allowed to move it, it's made out of palm branches. Even if it's a klisham lesser you still should be allowed to move it. But Rav, Rav holds like Rav, that you're allowed to move a klisham lesser if it's a So we say We're talking about moving it from to Tsel. I think we're just trying to prevent the broom itself from getting ruined, so that's why you wouldn't be allowed to move it. So the Gemara asks, rabbi tamra. That means Rebelazar holds that you're even allowed to move something. It's a klisham lesser We don't have anyone that holds like that. The Gemara answer is. Mecham we are talking about moving this Mecham Lotzel, so you're just trying to protect it from getting ruined. And Amos, so now we have to re understand this memorah. It's not that Rebbe is arguing and saying that you're allowed to move a palm branch broom, he's saying Rebbe Lesser is agreeing to the statement that you're not allowed to move a palm branch broom. And the mission continues. All Kelim, they're allowed to be moved on Shabbos, their broken pieces are allowed to be moved with them. As long as they can provide you with some sort of malacha. For example, broken pieces of a mixing bowl, if they're able to cover the mouth of a barrel, then you can move them. broken pieces of glass, if they can cover a flask with them. Rabbi Huda says no. They have to be able to provide you with a similar malacha to what the original Kali used to do. For example, for example, if you have broken pieces of mixing bowl, you have to be able to pour some sort of thick porridge-like dish into it because that's what it used to have in it. It used to have dough, which is like this thick porridge-like dish. It has to be very similar. And if you have a broken glass, you have to be able to pour oil into the broken shards and only then is it permitted to be used on Shabbos. And the Gemara says, Amr um, Abhi Hudamar um, Shmuel, Machlekes to Homachlekis in the Mishnaith, Shinisbru, of Shabbos, when they broke on Eir of Shabbos, Dimar Savar Abhi Huda holds Main Malachton in. Only if it could provide you with a very similar Malacha to the original Kaili are or you allowed to move it. But Main Malacha Cheres, Loi, if it provides you with a different sort of Malacha, then you're not allowed to move it. And Umar Savar in the Tanakam holds Aphil Meir Malacha Cheres, even if it could do some sort of other Malacha, that would be permitted. Aval Nishbru, but Shabbos, but if it broke on Shabbos, Divra, Akol Mutarin, Everyone would agree that you're allowed to move this shard on Shabbos since it was because of the parent kli, meaning when you came into Shabbos it was already because this kli itself was usable so it doesn't lose that status even though it broke. Reb Zutroi asks we're allowed to light a fire with kalim themselves a utensil such as let's say a wooden fork or knife or spoon but you're not allowed to light a fire with kalim with broken utensils and we say when did they break that we say you're not allowed to use this broken piece to fuel a fire with. Elam, if you're gonna say the of that it broke on Erevyantif, it's in Baalman, who this broken piece is just a piece of wood, why should you not be allowed to use it on Yantif? Elav it must be that it broke on Yantif. Vikatani and the Braisa says, Masikin Bekalim Masikin you're only allowed to light this fire with a full utensil, but not with a broken utensil. So we see that when something was muhan on Erevyantified or on Erev Shabbos, if it broke on Yontif, or on Shabbos, it is considered not usable. So it must be the Machlakis of the Mishnah is something else. Eli Itmar, Haqi Itmar. This must be the memra from Rabbi Hudim Shem Shmuel. Am Rabbi Machlekis Shmuel, Machlekis and our Mishnah is Shanish B'ruba Shabbos, is when they broke on Shabbos. The Marsav of the Tanakhama holds Muchan Hu. This broken Klee is still considered Muchan, and Umar Sav of Rabbi Huda holds Noilad Hu. It's considered Noilad. It's a brand new Klee, and you're not allowed to use it unless it can be used for its original Malacha, so it's still considered like the original. Avol me erev Shabbos, but when it broke on Arab Shabbos, derekalmu Everyone agrees that it's mutter. Since it had some sort of use from ba'idyim already from Arab Shabbos, it would be permitted to use on Shabbos. And now we have three brises. Tanicha, the one brise says masikin bekalim ve'en masikin b'shevi kalim. You're allowed to light a fire and yantef with. Full utensils, but not broken ones. Vitany Eidach, and another brise says, Kashem shmasikin bekalim Kach Masikin b'shi The same way you're allowed to light a fire with full utensils, you're also allowed to light it with broken utensils. Vatanya idah and we have a third brise that tells us, Ein Masikin, and Veloibe Shivre kalim. It seems like a steer between these three braces. The Gemara answer is not a problem. Ha Rebbe the first brise that tells us you're allowed to use full Kalem, but not broken ones, is Rebbe Huda. If it broke on Yantif, so that's considered nulid, and you're not allowed to use it. That's Mukzef Rebbe Huda. Shimon, the second that tells us that we're allowed to use any sort of Klee broken and not to light a fire. That would be Reb Shemin that doesn't have an issue with noyled of moqtza anyantif and so therefore you're allowed to even use broken kalim. And ibn Nechemiah, the third brisa, tells us that we're not allowed to use any sort of kalim, broken or not broken. That's going to be Reb that says you're only allowed to use a klee for its express purpose, and since usually you don't use kalim and burn them in fires, therefore, it would be ushered to light even with a non-broken kli on Yantif. And Omar of Nachman of Nachman says, hani livne di mi We have bricks that are left over from building. You're allowed to move them on Shabbos to because you're able to sit on them. Since you don't want to use them for building anymore, you're finished using them, so they could be used as a seat. Shar-ginhu, but if you stack them, showing that you want to use them for another building project, Vade then for sure you've made them mukta, you've set them aside for building and now you are not allowed to move them. We have a small piece of pottery. You're allowed to move it around in a because there's many different types of kalim in a chutzur. You could definitely use it as a cover for something. But if you want to move it even within dalad amas in a karmalist, you're not allowed to do so because there aren't really any kalim. There's really no use. himself holds. Even in a karmelis, you're allowed to move it around because people sit down in a karmelis and when people are sitting and schmoozing, so they'll spit on the floor and you're going to want to cover that over with a broken piece of pottery so it has a use even in the Karmelis. Why? But it has no use in Rosh so you're not allowed to be metatalit even within Daladamis <laughs> in Rosh For Rava, Amen Rava says, You're even allowed to move it around in Rosh Why? Because since it has a use in Chatzir, so therefore it's still considered like it has a use in Rosh But Vazar Raval Rava goes according to his own reasoning. Ravah was once walking into the open marketplace in Rosh which is Rosh Tina, His shoes got dirtied with mud. His attendant went, He took a piece of pottery, and he was cleaning off Rava's shoe. Kala, One of the rabbis that was walking with Rava yelled at this attendant to stop what he was doing. Amar, Rava said, Is it not enough that you don't know the proper halacha? You didn't learn the proper halacha? You're also teaching that to others by telling him not to use this broken piece of pottery? If we were in a chatzar, wouldn't we be able to use this broken piece of pottery to cover over some sort of kli with? Huh? Right now, it's fit for me to clean off my shoe, so it's not and it's permitted to use. We have the lid of a barrel, and the barrel itself had broken. You're allowed to be the lid on Shabbos because it has a use. You could cover something else with it. We have a brass like this. A lid that its barrel broke. It and the broken pieces of the barrel are allowed to be moved on Shabbos because they have a use They could cover something else with it. But you're not allowed to fix up one of the broken pieces, like smooth it out and sand down its edges so it's not so sharp to use it to cover over another cleave because that's mitakin man and that's usr. mita or to use it to support a bed with. Vimzarkaba ashba and if it was thrown into the garbage, usr, then you're not allowed to use it at all because you show that you don't want this thing at all and then it would be considered a mukta. Papa asks, El Meata, if so, Glime. if a person takes his garment and he throws it into the garbage, hakanami to usr, you're telling me all of a sudden it's mukta because he shows he doesn't want it? It can't be. This is a perfectly good, usable piece of pottery. And just because he threw it in the garbage doesn't mean that all of a sudden it becomes mukta. El of Papa, sir, Papa explains, Kukhaf and Alf on the top, Ba'id Ashba. If you threw it into the garbage on Erev Shabbos, Asur, then it's Asur, because then you've already shown that you don't want it. So once Shabbos comes in, it's already considered mukta. But if it was on Shabbos that you threw it in the garbage, you can't take away its permitted status just by throwing it in the garbage on Shabbos, and it would still be permitted to use on Shabbos. Everyone should have a wonderful day.